Uh, as I was praying about tonight, you know, we've been doing this uh, series of where I've just been seeking the Lord, getting prophetic words and things to share. Uh, and I was uh, praying about doing that, uh, that tonight. It's very interesting. I don't have a big long word to share, uh, but we'll see uh, if the Lord uh, opens some things up here. Because I was praying, and the thing that the Lord spoke to me very, very clearly in my spirit, and I, I really expected, after he spoke this, uh, to get quite a long word, and, but I didn't get anything, um, but some scriptures. Uh, and the, the word, uh, the phrase, was the place of safety. The place of safety. Now, last week I prophesied that we were entering a time of great turbulence. It'd be like turbulence that uh, on the water, not like turbulence in an airplane, but turbulence when the waves are, are tossing and turning the ship and there's winds and things like that. And we're going to enter a season of great turbulence uh, that will last, I think, until June of next year. Uh, I'm not sure about that, uh, but I think until June of next year because the the Lord said, the sun will shine in June. Uh, and we're entering this time of turbulence. And when you go into this time of turbulence, it, it's amazing. When you, when you read this story about Jesus, one of the stories where they're, they're on the water uh, and the winds and the waves are going uh, and they're tossing and turning. And what's Jesus doing? He's, he's in the back of the boat asleep. So the turbulence is going, the winds are tossing, the waves are tossing, and Jesus is in the back of the boat, sleeping. And the disciples go back to him and say, Jesus, wake up, man. Don't you care? We're going to drown here. We're going to drown. And they didn't realize that being with Jesus in the boat, they were in a place of safety. They were in a place of safety. As long as Jesus was in the boat, the boat was safe. As long as Jesus was in the boat, the boat was safe. And we need to be in the place where Jesus is in our boat, where Jesus is the one. Now, you might feel like he's sleeping. You might feel like he's not answering your prayer. You might feel right now that you've been crying out to the Lord, that you're in turbulence, that you're really being tossed and turned, that things are completely unsettled, that you're shaken up, you're feeling seasick, you're getting queasy, and you're thinking, where in the world is Jesus? And the key question is, is he in your boat? Because if he's in your boat, even if you feel kind of sick and uneasy and things are, are tossing and turning, if he's in your boat, you are in a place of safety. You are in a place of safety. Now, the boat uh, is symbolic of a number of things. I mean, a boat can be symbolic, first of all, of your life. Is Jesus there in your life? Is he in a prominent place there in your life? Your boat is also, it's a vehicle and many times when we're thinking, when you have a dream or a prophecy and you're in any kind of vehicle, uh, the vehicle can also indicate your ministry. 
So it can be your ministry. So it's your life, it's your ministry, is Jesus in the boat. And the boat also, for us as Christians, I think is symbolic of the church, the body of Christ. Uh, and we really need to ask ourselves, I mean, a lot of Christians just assume that because we're Christians, because we're a church, that Jesus is in our church. Uh, but that's a dangerous assumption. I've seen churches, I've been in churches, where they don't even mention the name Jesus. I've been to worship services where they barely mention God. I've seen worship songs that don't even mention God. And I've been in these kinds of services, and let me tell you, Jesus is not in that service. Jesus is not in that church. And so ultimately, if Jesus is there, if he's in the boat with you, whether it's your church, your ministry, or your life, if Jesus is there, you are safe. You might not be in a safe harbor. You might not be in a safe harbor. You might not feel like you're in a safe place, but as long as Jesus is there, you are in the place of safety. You're in the place of safety. As uh, Proverbs says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and is safe. And so the name of the Lord represents the Lord, is the Lord in your boat? Is the Lord there with you? Is his name on it? Is his name on it? Uh, we're, we're told a lot of times to pray in the name of Jesus, uh, to ask anything in his name. And we wonder what that means. You know, and for a lot of people, it's, it's I pray and say, okay, in Jesus' name, Amen. But that's not what it means to pray in the name of Jesus. Praying in the name of Jesus means that you're praying in such a way that Jesus would put his name upon your prayer. Are you praying in such a way that Jesus would put his name upon your prayer? Here at City Temple over the years, we've had a number of really excellent staff people. Um, Feli is one of ours uh, currently. She's like one of the last ones uh, left now, but she's been faithful. And, uh, and one of the things the staff knows uh, is that when people come and ask them a question, they need to answer that question in my name. Now, that doesn't mean that they'll say, oh, Rod says this. What it means is that whatever they say to another person, they want to be sure that I would endorse what they're saying. That's my name. And they know, beyond the shadow of a doubt, that if they say what they know that I would endorse that they're saying, that I will back them up 100%. In fact, there's a lot of grace there, so a lot of times they might say something that I don't 100% agree with, but it's mostly, they, I mostly agree with it. And so I'd say, yes, I still endorse that. I still back, back that up. In the same way, when we're praying in the name of Jesus, when we're speaking in the name of Jesus, when we're preaching in the name of Jesus, we, we're, what we're doing is saying that Jesus would put his stamp of approval, 
Jesus would put his name to this. You might think uh, in terms of a brand. You know, certain, uh, certain brands are very popular. Certain clothing brands are very popular. Uh, and certain brands are recognized by the quality of the item, whether it's a shoe or a handbag or something like that. Uh, and the people who are putting the brand on it, they want to make sure that the quality of the item represents the brand. In a sense, that's what we're saying here. So the place of safety is the place where Jesus is at, the place where Jesus' name is upon that. Um, that is the place of safety. The place of safety also is with God's people. There's a place of safety when you are together with the people of God. There's strength in those numbers uh, as we are together. You know, everybody knows in, in the wild, when a lion is prowling around trying to devour a prey, what does it do? It tries to roar and isolate the prey from the herd. And if the prey gets isolated from the herd, they are no longer in the place of safety. And so we need to be with the herd. We need to be with our brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ because that too is the place of safety. And I'm talking through these next months, these times of turbulence, we need to be in that place of safety with other brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. I want to read some from Psalm 40 because Psalm 40 is a great psalm about a place of safety. David says, Answer me when I call, O God, of my righteousness. You have given me relief when I was in distress. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. O men, how long shall my honor be turned into shame? How long will you love vain words but seek after lies? So here David is in a place of distress. He's in a place of difficulty. He feels like that there are people, he's surrounded by enemies, there are people against him, uh, and this kind of thing. But know that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him. Be angry and do not sin. Ponder in your own hearts on your beds and be silent. So here David goes on in the next movement here and says, okay, I'm going to trust in the Lord. Okay, the situation around me can make me angry, but I'm not going to venture into sin. And Paul would tell us, don't let the sun go down on your anger. Offer right sacrifices and put your trust in the Lord. Uh, there are many who say, who will show us some good? Lift up the light of your face upon us, O Lord. You have put more joy in my heart than they have when their grain and wine abound. So there's a lot of people, David's saying, there are a lot of people who are crying out and saying, oh God, show us some goodness, show us some goodness, show, show us you're there. And David here, he's embracing the life that God has given him already. He, he knows God's goodness. So he's not crying out, God, where are you? He realizes that God is with him already right where he's at. Uh, In peace, I will both lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Make me dwell in safety. So we understand that the place of safety is the place where the Lord is, the place of the Lord's goodness in our lives as we celebrate that goodness 
It's the Lord trusting in him who makes us dwell, who makes us lie down in safety. And then another place of safety to be looking for is generosity. Generosity puts us in a place of safety. That's when we are generous, not only with our money, but also with our attitudes, with our time, with our resources. You know, a lot of times there are people who give money, but they're so mean-spirited and, and, you know, grouchy and everything about it. You think, wow, well, you know, that's worth nothing. They, they're not generous in their attitude. And the place of generosity is another place of safety that the Lord provides for us. And then a last place of safety that's very, very key for the season. Look for people and organizations and places of God's favor. Look for people, places, organizations that have God's favor upon them. Look for people, places, and organizations that have God's favor upon them. How do you know if there's God's favor is on a place, is on a person? Well, look at their sense of security. Look at their sense of identity. Look at their humility. Uh, are they gra- grateful? Are they, are they giving glory to God? Have they humbled themselves before the Lord? Uh, Is the Lord taking care of them? Is the Lord blessing them? And here's the key thing. People, places, and organizations of favor are not necessarily the people, places, and organizations that are most successful from our human perspective. Simply because the church has a thousand people in it doesn't mean that God favors it. By the way, nor does it mean that if you have 10 people in your church that God favors you. In other words, size is not a sign of God's favor. Wealth is not a sign of God's favor. Worldly success is not a sign of God's favor. Look for people places and organizations of favor in this season and then align yourself fully with them. Because if you connect with somebody who has favor and seek to bless them, you will experience favor as well. You'll experience the, you'll experience the favor that's on that person, that organization, that place. So seek to align yourself with the person, place, or organization on whom God's favor is resting, uh, and that's a place of safety. Now there's a warning here, um, and that is, do not take yourself out of the place of safety. Do not take yourself out of the place of safety. And how do we do that? I want to read another scripture from Deuteronomy. Beware, Moses says, lest there be among you a root bearing poisonous and bitter fruit, one who, when he hears the words of this sworn covenant, blesses himself in his heart, saying, 
I shall be safe, though I walk in stubbornness, in the stubbornness of my heart. This will lead to the sweeping away of moist and dry alike. You can take yourself out of the place of safety. And one of the big ways that we do that is through bitterness. If we hold unforgiveness in our hearts at all, that unforgiveness will turn into bitterness, and bitterness will always take you out of a place of safety. You are not safe if you walk in bitterness. You cannot expect the blessing of the Lord if you're walking in bitterness. Uh, Akin to that is stubbornness of heart. If you're hardening your heart, if you're not really listening to the Lord, you can take yourself out of a place of safety. Another way that you can take yourself out of the place of safety is through pride. Pride is the most terrible of all sins. Because the Bible says that God opposes the proud. And so if we're walking in bitterness, if we're walking in stubbornness of heart, if we're walking in pride, we start to take ourselves out of the place of safety. And there's a danger here, and it's the danger that Moses is talking about. We can start to presume that, well, well, our pride is not that important. Our, our bitterness is not that important. Uh, these issues that the Lord has been speaking in our hearts are not really that important. God loves me. Nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to happen to me. Uh, and that's presumption. And if you walk in presumption, you're walking in a very, very dangerous place. Don't presume that you can commit these sins and just get away with it. If you walk in these areas, you always take yourself out of the place of safety. So we need to be in this place of safety in our lives for these coming months. Uh, And you need to be seeking the Lord and letting the Lord speak to you and show you where your places of safety are. Let the Lord show you those people of favor that you need to be connected with. Let the Lord show you that place of favor, the organization of favor, the church uh, that has favor right now. So you can be connected in those places and make sure that you're looking around to make sure that Jesus is in your boat. Is the name of the Lord on what you're doing? Is God's, you know, Jesus' brand on your life? Is he there in the boat? Even if he's sleeping, is he there in the boat with you? Uh, It's really, really important. Uh, that you be walking in this place of safety because we're all going to need it. And a big thing, when Jesus is in the boat and you know he's in the boat and you know you're in the place of safety, remember the immortal words of Douglas Adams in The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Don't panic. One of the worst things that you can do in these coming months, is panic. Things might seem difficult, they might seem strange, they might seem strained to you, but do not 
panic. If Jesus is in your boat, you will be okay. You might feel a little queasy at the end of it. You, you might have sea legs, and so you're kind of look, wandering around like a drunk person. But if Jesus is in your boat, if you're in that place of safety, you're going to be okay. So hang in there. Well, hopefully that encourages some people. Um, sorry I didn't have a real deep word from the Lord uh, tonight. I'll, I'll pursue this one more week and see. Uh, I knew that uh, it might only be three weeks or four weeks um, that we had that, and then the Lord would move on to something else. Uh, but we'll see what happens with all of that. Uh, we're going to go back into a time of worship, and then uh, we'll have a time of 